This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Goodies podcast. I am your host, as always, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Um, this is a going to be a double feature episode where we talk about two. How would we best describe them? Body horror, melty films, melty films, two melty films, um, as part of our eighty-eight films. Season, it season. It's like ten films we're gonna watch. Series, so five episodes. Yeah, for like a mini season. Yeah. yeah, little little dip into some things yeah. that eighty eight films has got to offer. Um, before we get into all that nitty gritty stuff, let's do some chatty bitches stuff. Yes. What are you doing, Dave? Um, since we last recorded. Not much, if I'm honest, because we only recorded, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, we're like almost keeping to a yeah, set yeah. schedule. We're doing yeah. pretty good. Only trouble is, like, in a two-week period, I don't tend to do that much. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me, like, six months, and then, you know, I've done lots of stuff. Yeah, but, there's some things to talk about. Yeah, two weeks. No. It did take me three hours to travel home from work yesterday due to the flooding. Ouch. But that's the most interesting thing that's happened in the last two weeks, I think. <laughs> All by yourself. Uh, let's try and think. Yeah, two weeks. I worked some more. I got paid and I've got no money left already. Uh, we need such interesting lives. <laughs> yeah. I did go back to the doctors again to have yeah. some another stranger play on my balls. That was weird. Yeah. Um, it's not the same person who did... No, I had to go... So, I had a trip not so long ago that was on our Instagram in case nobody saw it because it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, where I went to see them about a slight issue... I detected with my nuts. Right. Um, yeah. 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 There was, there was something not quite right with my nuts. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I wanted to, to be honest. But. Uh, basically, I, as we've discussed before, I had a vasectomy not so long ago. Yeah. And I noticed that there was what appeared to be like a, what for want of a word, like a growth coming off one of my nuts. Right. I love the way that I just keep saying my nuts. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm almost the, uh... distance myself from like <laughs> what it is. Um, <laughs> but being the brave soul I am, I, I went to the doctors to get them to have a look at it. She was like, oh, you'll have to go for an ultrasound scan. Mm. So first and foremost, I went to see it. It was a woman, lady doctor. And it was really weird because at one point she asked me if she wanted 
if I wanted, sorry, not if she wanted, yeah. if I wanted like a male nurse present. Okay. And I was like, well, can you do it? That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize at the time that what she was actually getting at was like, if I'd feel more comfortable with a dude yeah, yeah. playing my balls. Yeah. And I was like, either way, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Like, at least being straight, if it's a woman, I can like almost pretend that it's like not weird to have a woman play my balls to have a man playing my balls when I'm not in a medical situation <laughs> like, the sexual preference isn't really sort of exactly. it's, just... it's like sort of null and void it's yeah. like well if you can look at it and tell me what's wrong with it yeah. why and do I need a man yeah. to look at it and tell I'm me what's wrong with it I'm happy to not delay this process it's just yeah like... if you can do it which is what I'm here for because yeah. you're a doctor yeah. then by all means do it please so she did it and she was like, oh yeah, you'd have to go for a scan mm. on the, what's the ones they use for babies? Yeah, ultrasound. Ultrasound, that's yeah. it. She'd have to go for an ultrasound scan. So I was like, okay, that's going to be interesting. So I went for my ultrasound <laughs> scan. Does this, like, I've, I've obviously been to an ultrasound having had a son and you've obviously been to a couple. Yep. Um, now I imagine like I've seen them work they put the gel on and they use the thing to scan it. do they do that on your balls? <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah basically she got yeah. me to lie down on the table and asked me to drop my pants yeah so I did then she asked me if I could lift my dick up out of the way okay which was a bit of a task considering it practically crawled up inside myself <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah she proceeded to rub gel all over my balls and then rub the little baby scanner all over my nuts, <laughs> which was weird. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she was like, um, whereabouts is it? Because I can't find it. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like, you know, point her in the right direction and sort of play with my nuts in front of this stranger. And there it is, it's about there. All oh, right, yeah, I got it. And she took some pictures with the ultra scan thing, like they do with a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do they yeah. offer you the option of the 3D scan? <laughs> no, she didn't go that far. She didn't offer to print any out either. Uh, but um, yes, yeah, so they're going to send them to my GP, so I have to go back to talk to them. So you still don't know what it was. She's reckons it's not nothing to be concerned about, but mm-hmm. she's got to because she's just the ultrasound lady mm-hmm. to check with the nurse thing. Yeah, but they reckon it's just a buildup of like fluids and stuff from. Uh, the vasectomy stuff okay. so yeah it was just like ah, another stranger playing on my nuts this <laughs> <laughs> is so fucking weird <laughs> and you use that to rub over people's bellies and now you're mm. rubbing it all over my nuts this mm. is also <laughs> a little bit weird I hope they wash after they <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do I mean they must do yeah. but yeah anybody going to Breck and, uh, for an ultrasound 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 yeah outside of that not Mm. a lot (laughs) no warrants discussing anyway yeah fair play not that I'm sure my balls do but well you know it always makes for an interesting conversation doesn't it Um, Um, yeah have you been playing anything I bought the PS4 versions of Doom and Doom 2 nice so I'm going to work my way through those just trying to get some trophies. I'm not going to go for the Platinums on either because they involve like co-op multiplayer stuff and I just can't be asked. Plus, there's, you need to run through of like Nightmare Mode and fuck that. So I was looking at the trophies earlier and it's like, oh, yeah, I finished it in two hours. I'm like, two yeah. hours? 
It's I mean, finishing fucking two hours. It's doable if you know the maps. Yeah. You know? If well, you know where to get the keys, like, and just like in, out, and then done. Because like there's a par per every level, so like the right. par for this level is like one minute thirty. You do it in like ten, you know. Yeah. Like I tend to do most of the time. <laughs> but then like once you've done a couple of run-throughs, you know all the keys on stuff like that. I guess it's pretty easy. But then if you come up like two hours, one minute, you're gonna be like Tampin. so fucking yeah. annoyed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just been playing those really. Um, got my plat in Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. Finally. Not too much of a grind. Oh, it was a massive grind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. But um, no, it was enjoyable. I I like that game. It's just if you sort of if you go through the maps trying to collect stuff the first first run and you only have to like mop up a few little things on the yeah. on the on the return, it's not so bad. But I just went through like doing all the story bits and then I had to come back and get everything. Right. So that's the only reason it was a ball lake. And um, I've got the Borderlands 3 plat to get next. I think after I've done a couple of run throughs of Doom, I'll jump back on that. Nice. What about um, I rented Journey to a Savage Planet. Okay. Um, which is like on the store for about 25 quid. It's not expensive. Mm. Um, but basically, it's like an open world. You land on this planet. <clears throat> and... Um, you essentially you've got to explore the planet and try and get to whatever's at the top of this tower. Is it like a survival game or? Um, sort of. It's quite like a comedic sort of. There's these little alien stuff that runs around and like you can shoot them, and they explode, and you can slap them and they fart and all sorts. Okay. So there's like a really like humor. It's very humor based. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you die, it respawns you by like making a clone of yourself, and you can find your bodies and choose to bury them or not, and okay. like scan them. So yeah, it, like yeah. puts a marker there to say that this is the tenth time you died yeah. in this place and all the rest. So it's like it's got That's that humor cool. element to it. Yeah, but a lot of it is sort of collectible base and exploring. So it's like okay, go here, learn how to do this, like how to craft the bombs so that you can hold them for longer, because otherwise they go off in your hands. So you can only hold them for so long, and yeah. Once you do that, it means you can blow walls up so you can explore other areas. Mm. So there's this whole sort of back and forth. Once you've learned everything, right, okay, now I go and sort of collect stuff. And I'm not really a big collectibles guy. So I finished the campaign and was like, ah, there's trophies for this and there's trophies for that. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to send the fucker back. (laughs) When it's dirt cheap, I'll probably pick it up and have another run through. But outside that, I've been dipping into much of anything. I'm like I've really sort of hit a wall with gaming at the moment I'm yeah. waiting for something to sweep me off my feet doom yeah when it's, <laughs> it's like it's days away yeah. almost days away yeah. and yeah it looks awesome have you pre-ordered it? no no. if you pre-order no, it you get a doom 64 with it ooh. so I'm like ooh but then surely like they're not just going to do it with a pre-order and then just forget about it surely I would have thought it would eventually sort of... end up in the store as well yeah, like yeah. or like there'll be like an ultimate version with yeah, the, with it. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a retro Doom collection where put them all in, considering yeah, yeah. they've done one, two, and three already. Yeah, true. But then, yeah, the N64 is the only one that's missing then, really. Isn't it? Yeah. If what is the N? Is that like a separate game, or is it just Doom one on the N64? I'm not sure. I didn't ever done a game ever played it on Doom on Doom. I don't think I ever played it on the N64. Yeah. So, have to yeah. have a look. Yeah. Have to dip in. <clears throat> but no, I'm definitely keen for the Doom Eternal been reading anything interesting lately I finished what did I finish I finished Truman Capote's In Cold Blood I moved on to something else I can't remember what it was Deranged yeah I start I've, I've been doing this thing where I'm going true crime then fiction then true crime then fiction nice so I did I read something after 
In cold blood. True blood. In cold blood. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was. It's gone. But anyway, I'm reading um, the Harold Schechter's H.H. Holmes book at the moment. About halfway through. It's really good. Standard Schechter goodness. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Highly recommend any of Schechter's works. Yeah, I think I've only ever read the Ed Gein one. Yeah. I've got a couple more in the house, but like, mm. it's that whole thing of... The Gein one's fantastic, though. Yeah. It's so good, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. I haven't read for a long time, but it was one of those ones where... It was like, oh my god, you like true crime? You have to read yeah, this yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've picked up loads of his stuff. But as usual, I tend to like once I read something. If some see somebody says you need to read this, it's really good. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I read it and I like it, and then I pick up as much as I can by that person. Then somebody else goes, you need to read this because it's yeah. good. And then that stuff gets left behind because yeah, I'm now yeah. reading this and I yeah. dip into this. So I've got a couple of his stuff to dip into that I haven't yet. Mm. Um, I was in the middle of reading It Came From The Video Isle okay. which is a look at like the Full Moon Studio yeah. itself the people who put out Puppet Master and all the rest mm. so I've been dipping into that that's quite an interesting look at sort of the way home video has changed yeah. in the market because obviously when they started out you had masses of people just throwing films out mm. um, because you could make a film and sell it almost anywhere. There was no yeah, like yeah. limit on, and the, because the home video market took off, everybody was just picking up stuff to watch and check shit out. Which is why you've got masses of these old culty films now. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the, it drying up with studios only wanting to put out blockbusters, the gradual decline of physical media, and all the rest. It was quite an interesting sort of insight into that whole home video market that was just free reign to you could just chuck out low budget stuff and it would do well. Yeah. Um, to now where you've got mostly streaming and physical media is not doing as well as it did and all the rest yeah. of it. So that was quite cool. Yeah. But I'm looking to dip into that first Witcher book that I borrowed shortly once I finish that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just remembered what it was I read. Um, I reread The Scarlet Gospels. Oh, nice. Just because it's been a few years and yeah, I still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think that was my least favourite that I'd read so far Yeah. of Clive Barker's mm. bits. I remember being like, oh shit, Pinhead's back, this yeah. is going to be amazing. Yeah. And I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, it's not exactly like a follow-on to Hellraiser, and it can never compare with the Hellbound Heart, rather. Um, it can never compare with that. But, I mean, if you're just tying up Pinhead's story, then I guess it's serviceable. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed the story itself, and I like Har- the Harrod- Harry Damore character. Harry Damore! <laughs> Lords of Illusion. Yes. See, I remember some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Music-wise, anything interesting in you lately? I discovered a band, well, I say discovered a band. Um, on my Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify, a band came up that I rather like called The Hell. There's yes. a song called Douche, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> Douche is incredible. Yeah. Um, I dipped into some of their other stuff because you sent it to me and I was like, okay, yeah, check them out. Yeah. And on the basis of Douche, I was like, fuck, man, this is amazing. Okay. Um, I dipped into some of the other stuff and it's it's serviceable I like it but Douche is definitely like oof yeah definitely man Um, nothing much other than that really to be honest what about yourself again not a lot I in terms of sort of my music listening and all the rest of it it's all gone downhill I basically the only time I get to listen to any stuff is in work yeah 
I used to have like a two hour window in the mornings mm. when I was working overtime when I could listen to whatever the fuck I wanted nice. and I could put stuff on shuffle and all yeah. the rest and listen to random generated playlists by Spotify yeah. but now there's always somebody else there Yeah. so I have to like Tone it down a bit. curtail my yeah. uh, <laughs> choices <laughs> I had Vitalika on the other day mm. and uh, yeah people complained about Metallica oh. <laughs> so it's trying to get away with anything a bit more yeah. oomph than Metallica yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean to be fair it was Kill Em All and Ride the Lightning that I was playing but still I mean but I mean Kill Em All is pretty tame yeah like yeah. now yeah exactly in comparison to some stuff yeah can I say they just you have to listen to the Black Album unfortunately <laughs> yeah well that's it it's uh, I refuse to put it on yeah <laughs> if it's if we're putting Metallica on, it doesn't go past Master of Puppets. No, we yeah. do kill them all, kill ride them the lightning, lightning, Master of Puppets. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if I'm feeling particularly generous, then maybe S and M. Okay, the orchestral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I dip into um, Justice for now and again. Yeah, they they're not the other guys. Are not a fan of Injustice for yeah. some reason. They'll tolerate the others, but. Okay. I say I can't pick the people I work with. <laughs> true that. True. That. <laughs> um, should we dip into the films then? Huh? Films, yeah. Let's get on to eighty-eight films and all that they do. Yes. So um, I can't remember exactly when it was that I came across eighty-eight films. I think so. Arrow Video. I came across Arrow Video when they they had a sale on on some Blu-rays and like I was broke as fuck. And it was, I think it was like something ridiculous, like two for 10 or something, or three for 20. Mm. And um, I picked up Motel Hell and just fucking loved it. Which I was then like, okay, I'm going to start dipping into these old school horror movies that I've never seen before, that I know nothing about, which reignited my interest in the whole genre and the rest of it. Mm. So I think it was because I picked up Dollman, which is a full moon feature, they're 88 films proud. And then since then, I've sort of paid a bit more attention to actual distributors because you've got people like Arrow Video that put out loads of cool shit. 88 Films put out loads of cool shit. Um, you've got like 101 Films and Eureka in the UK that sort of pull out, pull out? Put out <laughs> cool shit. Um, but yeah, I thought we'd dip into some 88 Films because they're not necessarily as well known as Arrow Video, I don't think. I think right. it's a safe sort of thing to say. Yeah. And... I don't think it's necessarily down to poor output. I think 88 films have got some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to dip into some of the stuff that they've put out to sort of, I don't know, showcase some of the cool shit they've got. Mm. Um, so, yeah, 88 films. Who the fuck are 88 films? Uh, according to their website's About Us section, because I have tried to, like contact them about some stuff and nobody said anything to me so this is all I got to go on because I'm lazy and did absolutely no research outside of googling who is 88 films Um, 88 films is an all rights multi-platform distributor of feature films we specialize in releasing some of the best content from around the world to UK customers we are the market leader in releasing forgotten cult horror films from around the world and we produce bonus features and special packaging to enhance the experience of our products. Oh. That's word for word straight off their website, so you don't need to read that when you go on their website. 
Um, but yeah, they sort of have various. Um, they don't sort of stick to one main. Uh, what can you say? Like a sort of horror, one one genre. Yeah. Right, they dip into loads of stuff. So they've got like um, essentially they break their stuff down into collections. So you've got like the slasher classics collection, which is pretty self-explanatory. It's yeah, slasher classics. movies. Yeah. Um, the Italian collection again. It's Italian cult movies. There's horror. There's giallo. There's fucking sci-fi. There's action. There's all sorts in there. And same with the eighty-eight films Asian collection. It's all Asian movies. Mm. Um, the two films we're going to be discussing today, Street Trash and Body Melt, all come from the eighty-eight volt section. Mm. Now. The 88 Volt section is essentially just 10 movies, which sort of, I don't know, almost don't fit into the other categories. Yeah. Like, they they vary between sort of like, well, as a general rule, I think they're sort of horror movies, horror-themed stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first two up, From the Vault, numbers 5 and 10, I believe, out of 10. They're only doing 10. I don't know why they're only doing 10. <laughs> But five and ten, street mm, trash. Ten's a nice round number. Yeah, I, I, th- I just, I don't know. I assumed it would be. You've got like the Asian collection goes up to some ridiculous number. Yeah. The Italian horror is up to forty something, I think now, maybe fifty uh-huh. something. Yeah. And the slasher collection again is up to forty, I think. Titles. Yeah, so for them to sense. sort of drop the vault at ten, yeah, yeah, it seemed a bit, I don't know, strange. Mm. But um, either way, there's some fucking corkers in the vault. Yes. Two of those are Street Trash and Body Melt. So we're going to start with Street Trash. Now, Street Trash is something that you've wanted me to watch since we started the, the podcast. You're like, we've got an episode on Street Trash, and I'm just like, I've resisted. because <laughs> I saw the trailer, and the trailer looked fucking god-awful. It's just like, right, okay. Now that we're doing 88 films, let's finally get Street Trash out of the way. Dip into the yeah. mighty Street Trash. Yeah, man. And I'll be honest, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It's the trailer made out to look, you know? I think a lot of that is, I think, first and foremost, straight off the bat, the transfer is incredible. Oh, it's fantastic. Considering yeah, it's incredible. the quality of the trailer that you were shown yeah. is grainy VHS yeah. era, yeah. Um, which, you know, if that's what you like to watch, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You feel VHS Puritans out there. Mm. But just for the record, the transfer, oh, yeah. Superb. Um, yeah. Street Trash is a film that I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. I know what you mean, yeah. Like, let's, let's just jump straight in. So, Street mm. Trash. Okay, so the plot, right? Now, <laughs> is this, this, is, this, is where, <laughs> this is where it starts to get a bit sort of, yeah. So, according to IMDb, the plot for Street Trash is a liquor store owner sells alcoholic beverages to homeless people unaware what the bottles actually contain no. toxic brew that definitely happens I don't know if it's the plot but that's it it's like that's not really just the plot is it it's not mm. just the film is just an hour and however many minutes of a man selling toxic waste yeah. to homeless people I'd watch that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah there are sort of several almost threads of stories that sort of tie in together yeah, yeah. To make up the general narrative, yeah. Um, 
Because it, if that's the plot, then it doesn't really get resolved in no. any way at all. I mean, I don't think the film really gets resolved. Yeah, no. Unless you count Bronson as like the main sort of antagonist of the film, and then yeah, I think when you when you're looking at it from a storyteller's perspective, you got a liquor store guy finds a bottle of a case of this Viper yeah. alcohol, which just so happens to be this toxic brew that. When people drink it, they melt yeah, or they explode melt. Yeah. or <laughs> I think generally... Depends on how fat they are. Because like, there's only one guy that explodes and he was quite yeah. fat. And he did fat a lot. So I'm guessing this depends on the amount of methane <laughs> you have in your body at the time. But that whole thing is like, they've obviously overdubbed that bit with like <laughs> random fat noises. Yeah. Just this guy just walking around and like, fat noise, yeah. fat noise. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so the, 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 there's various people drinking, essentially homeless people. Well, can we start with like the setting first? Like, it's a city. I'm not sure what city is based on. Yeah, or like where it's shot. Some city some, in America. Yeah, some American city. Post Vietnam. Post Vietnam. It looks post-apocalyptic in a way because it's very sort of Mad Max, Mad Max esque. Like the desolate people are like truly desolate. There's I don't know if you know like the sort of yeah, like the grey. Yeah face paint they almost had yeah, on, yeah, like yeah. implying that they were like you know like an old George Romero zombie movie yeah, like yeah. they were like this horde of like savages yeah and then some of them are feral or appear feral or appear for feral, sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like they turn feral at night and like one of them wears a gas mask for no yeah, apparent reason for no apparent reason yeah um, there's a lot of things you've got Bronson like, then who's like the essentially the ringleader yeah of but the I'm trying to think people. like the, who's the guy in Mad Max Fury Road or like Mad Max not Mad Max 2 because that was Master Blaster wasn't it um, the first Mad Max the main sort of uh, antagonist of Max. that was the vicious bike gang, biker gang leader Toe Cutter Toe Cutter yeah Toe Cutter so Bronson is essentially the Toe Cutter he's like the the leader of this post-apocalyptic junkyard gang hobo gang yeah but it's the setting is almost like it's in a post-apocalyptic, yeah. but there's somebody actually running the junkyard yeah, yeah. as a business yeah, yeah. at the same it's not, time. But it's clearly not. But then, like, <laughs> and they shouldn't be there. Yeah, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> and is it Bronson who k- kills that guy in the beginning? The guy who looks a little bit like Rick Moranis. Yeah. So at the start, you've got there's this whole chase scene where the one our main sort of protagonist yeah. almost yeah, yeah. it's sort of a toss up really with your protagonist but your main sort of protagonist one of the nicer homeless people even yeah, though yeah. he is a bit of a piece of shit at the same time he's trying to rob booze and money and get by like homeless people do and you get to see like him running away and various bits there's a car crash and there's people waiting at traffic lights and all the rest you get to see this Bronson guy like walk up to this car and this woman inside the car, the woman passes, freaking out. She's not yeah. happy about this guy trying to come and clean the car window. But he's got nothing in his hands to clean the car window. Yeah, no. He just come up to the car and like hit in the car. Yeah, just like, you know. But like, he's not stood in front of the car. He's stood at the side of the car. And the, the, <laughs> the guy in the car is like, don't worry, I can handle this. And he starts talking to him about like Vietnam. Yeah, For some guns. reason, like trying he's to calm like, him um, down. You could just drive away. Just go. <laughs> what's the What's the word? Uh, like a, he's in the reserves so yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. a weekend warrior yeah. um, and he's boasting about how he's fired one of these machine guns they had in Vietnam yeah. to try and like relate with this guy yeah. <laughs> which 
Bronson is clearly suffering from PTSD, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is quite a dark thing in and of itself. But the way it's done in this film is almost comedic at times. Yeah, yeah. Like, this film contains some really dark stuff. Yeah. But when you think about it, when you think about it, yeah. but if you just roll with it and laugh at it, it's fine. <laughs> Except, does that make you a good person? Well, that's it. This is what I mean. But I don't know how I feel about yeah. the film because I enjoy it, but at the same time, it contains some really fucking horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Bronson, yeah, he takes this guy, this guy that's trying to be nice and talk to him. He basically pulls him out of the car and smashes his head through the windscreen, killing him. Um, and then like goes back to his junkyard. I guess so. Yeah. So you've got the police guy trying to figure out who murdered the man, which is one of the threads. Yes. Isn't he also trying to figure out who's melting the homeless people? Yeah, so we see um, the first homeless person to melt is the guy in the toilet. Yes. The infamous, like, anybody that's seen Street Trash, like the whole artwork for it is this guy melting into a toilet. Basically, our main protagonist steals a bottle of Viper, this other homeless person steals it from him, goes to hide and drink it, and then ends up melting quite spectacularly into yes. a toilet. Yeah, yeah. Then we have back to... This other homeless guy goes and buys a bottle of Viper from the yes, same yeah. place. Walks past the police guy's trying to get some information out of him because obviously he's been told there's a homeless person that has committed the crime. Yeah, he's trying to get some dirt on Bronson, but the guy won't squeal. He drinks the Viper, starts melting on like a balcony. Yeah, he's on like a, an American sort of fire escape. A fire escape. The, he's turning into his home. Ladders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of him falls on top of somebody and their face starts to melt so any of this like melty toxic <laughs> flesh great scene because this guy's running like across the street with his face melting the cop sees him grabs him chucks him on the floor starts questioning him but, like, <laughs> with his face fucking yeah, melting yeah. apart and like <laughs> has an interaction then with like some woman who's like should we help him he's like fuck you bitch or whatever <laughs> you get really fucking aggy with yeah. it um <laughs> what did she say she said something like fuck you and uh, his response is something along the lines of I would but you look like you might have a dick yeah something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa what about keeping that. the peace yeah, yeah. how about calling this guy an ambulance <laughs> um, yes so the film continues on in this vein where you see the police trying to sort of dip into some stuff our main protagonist trying to survive the main protagonist the main protagonist has got like a younger brother who also lives at... All the homeless people apparently live at this um, junkyard. junkyard. And there's a woman who works at the junkyard who essentially is taking a shine to the younger brother and is mm. sort of feeding him and trying to keep him well and all the rest of it. Yeah. Her boss is a big lump of a man that runs the junkyard he's very rapey and grab assy he's definitely a rapist <laughs> he's definitely a rapist he's a massive piece of shit there's not many people in this film that are like redeemable no, no, characters no, nobody comes off well in this no. um, even the Asian secretary that's trying to help doesn't really come off no overly nice yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah before we get into how she's a paedophile um <laughs> <laughs> As the film sort of progresses, we see various people drinking this and murdering that, and yeah, it moves along at a pretty brisk pace. It's pretty fucking disgusting. There's a few scenes in here that just <clears throat> they're great, but don't really have much to do with anything at all. The 
homeless guy stealing all the food from the supermarket. Yeah. That went on for far too long. I, I loved it. it was it's great. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But it, it just had no bearing on anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> the main protagonist and his younger brother are friends with this other homeless person that wears, like, the gas mask. And he basically takes $3 and tells him that he'll come back with all this food. Yeah. And he goes to a supermarket and he just proceeds to like stick a load of stuff down his pants. Well, he's, he find, finds a receipt outside. Doesn't look what's on it. Shoves it in his pocket. Then goes in, starts shoving all this food down his trousers. And then some woman sort of sees it and says, I'm going to tell the manager. The manager comes. He's like, why have you got chicken coming out your pants? Yeah, I, I've already paid for this. Gives him the receipt. He's like, there's nothing but dog food on this receipt. And then they say some racist things back and forth to each other. And then he leaves somehow. He leaves but in like, spectacular yeah, yeah. fashion. He puts a brown paper bag over his head and runs through a window. He storms as if he's going to storm off the talk to like somebody higher up the ladder. He's throwing stuff off the shelves, having a paddy. Walks straight through the cashier's bit, puts a brown paper bag over his head and just walks clean through the front <laughs> shop window. And then just strolling down the street with his food falling out yeah. of the bottom of his fucking yeah. trousers. It's fucking amazing. It was, it was genius in all fairness, but it, it's like the... Um, the scenes in The Prey where the guy's playing the banjo yeah it's like, just like sort no of bearing on it. anything but they were great but at least yeah at least this is uh, whereas The Prey and the banjo scenes are a bit sort of almost ham-fisted in it like what is he <laughs> why are we seeing this guy play the banjo yeah. Lee can play the banjo yeah. this at least like it's got some I guess you did to it. them yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah this uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go too much into the story because there's not much story there yeah. But like this, this film contains you've got like theft, murder, you've got uh, essentially rape, where our main protagonist finds a drunk woman outside yeah. of a restaurant, and she thinks he's somebody else, and he escorts her away back to his little hut, where they engage in a bit of rumpy pumpy, with all the other homeless, ferals yeah. <laughs> outside, sort yeah. of staring and watching. Once he's finished and rolls off and goes to sleep, they break in, <laughs> steal her. You're thinking, all right, okay. It's sort of suggested that maybe they take her away to be raped. Yeah. A scene or two later, she's washed up dead in by the river yeah. next to the scrapyard. The chubby scrapyard owner then comes down <laughs> and has his way with her corpse. So we've got rape, gang rape, necrophilia... Yeah. Yeah. Murder, people melting. Uh, the potential paedophile grooming session yes, because the yeah, yeah. secretary is clearly older than yeah. the younger brother and yeah. she's feeding him sandwiches and he tries to at one point rub his hand up her skirt. Next scene, she's dragging him off to go fuck him in the office. Yeah. It's like, whoa, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, yeah. It's just full of really bad people. <laughs> yeah. And all these things are sort of... Uh, almost they've got like a sheen of comedy over the top of them so when they carton the woman away you're sort of laughing because it's done quite funny and then she turns up dead and you're like oh wait a minute yeah maybe that wasn't so funny maybe that shouldn't have been funny or yeah. was it supposed to be funny it's one of these films where the humour is there but the, also the content is so dark yeah that I'm not sure if it's meant to be funny or if it's just so bad it comes across as funny I say so bad yeah. it's just shot in a way where yeah, it yeah. accidentally comes across as funny yeah I, I don't know I, I think it was meant to be funny yeah 
but obviously like when you reflect on why you were laughing it's like okay yeah, yeah, yeah I, I just laughed at gang rape yeah yeah <laughs> I'm a bad I'm person I'm a real bad person <laughs> yeah that guy's <laughs> gonna fuck a corpse <laughs> oh wait hang on, hang on. yeah that's horrible <laughs> but yeah um, again we'll try not to go into spoiling too much of it the end just sort of comes out of nowhere yeah it just sort of ends it's uh yeah <laughs> you get the threads all seem to sort of eventually sort of end fizzle out and then there's this one and the end scene is just almost a way of trying to like tidy stuff up almost yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like this is the last thread how are we going to finish this yeah I mean, this drink is still available, though. Yeah. Like, it's still readily available at this guy's store. Admittedly, the guy melts at one point. <laughs> but, like, nothing to do with the reason that they're all melting is resolved in any way at all. In any way at all, no. The beverage is still available. Nobody is aware that the beverage is available. Yeah. Except for our main protagonist, but he's sort of, he's a piece of shit, because not only does he take the woman home to rape her, but he also tricks one of the other homeless people that he doesn't like into drinking it, yeah. so that he will melt. I mean, that guy was a bigger piece of shit, no offense. He was a bigger piece of shit. <laughs> I don't think one hand can technically wash yeah, the other in yeah, that true, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have justified that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now we watched it, what did you think? I, I actually really enjoyed it, yeah. Like, the more I think back on it, the more I enjoyed it. At the time, I was like, what? But yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's a lot of fun. I think um, it's one of those films where if you go in just expecting this really schlocky piece of fun, yeah, it's great. I think that given the context of watch, having watched Ratman and attended two of the Arrow video formatters, <laughs> yeah. I think like now that I've got that sort of experience, if I'd watched it when we first started the podcast, I would have gone, this is fucking awful. <laughs> But <laughs> given the context of Ratman, I think yeah, you've watched much worse. So yeah, this yeah, yeah. is now okay. Yeah. The bar's been like set to the floor, so now anything anything better than Ratman is like you know a great film. I'm gonna have to find something worse than Ratman. If anybody has got recommendations for something that's worse than Ratman, please send it our way. If anyone's seen Ratman, just let us know. Yeah, if anybody else has witnessed Ratman in all its glory. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, um, <coughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's one yeah. of my, like I said, I'm not entirely sure that I should enjoy it or mm. like it yeah. half as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's one that I definitely recommend to people more than maybe I should. I mean, it's a film that made me laugh out loud at certain points, and that's always a good thing, isn't it? You know? Well, that's it. There's this whole, sometimes, the stuff I watch, I'm a bit dubious about recommending to people, because yeah. not everybody appreciates a film that jokes about gamma and gang rape and necrophilia yeah true but uh, if you can get past the gang rape and necrophilia it's a good you uh, probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's something yeah is there <laughs> did you know that the word fuck was said 128 times in Street Trash I did not know that it does get said a lot yeah. there's a lot of uh I think the dialogue in this film is amazing. Some yeah. of the stuff that gets said yeah, yeah. is great. Um, Some of it's god-awful, but... <laughs> yeah, but I think that ties up with the... The comedy thing? The comedy thing, where yeah. like some of the stuff they say is just so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like they told some of the actors, right, act, look like you're acting like you're laughing, yeah. instead of act like you're laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's this one exchange about? The guy walks into the 
our main protagonist walks into the place to buy the alcohol from. He says <laughs> yeah. to the guy, "Give me a bottle of Viper, you piece of shit." He in, he's like, "Fuck you! Give me my here's a dollar. Give me my booze, you piece of crap." So whoa, easy fella. And he's like, "Here's your fucking drink." He's like, "I've had a bad fucking day." <laughs> just have this exchange back and forth. Yeah. We're on party, and the guys are like. Why didn't you just go home and fuck your dog? It's like, why don't you go home and fuck my dog? Just what? Yeah. Fuck. Ooh. Leave the dog out of it. That escalated. You just went to get a fucking drink. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got the money and he sold you the booze. Where, yeah, what's the problem? Where's your beef? <laughs> He's not giving you any grief. Just yeah. fucking chill out. <laughs> no, that was amazing. I love that. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Um, and again, it's yeah, part of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just gave up on the podcast halfway through a sentence. <laughs> well, I was going to do this whole last part of 88 Films thing, go and check it out, but like, I don't think I need to do that. Yeah, I've already, I've said, already that. said that. Yeah, true. Magic, up next, we're going to discuss Body Melt. We're going to go watch it first. So, yeah, we're going to take a break, have a beer, and we'll be right back. Yup. Body Melt. Body our, melt. Our double melty bill. Yeah. This is the meltiest episode we've ever done, definitely. <laughs> uh, have you seen Body Melt before? No, I haven't, no. No, no. sir, you were uh, in for a treat then. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if treat's the right word, but yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, so, basic plot, la- uh, plot outline. Residents of a peaceful Pebbles Court, Holmesville, are being used unknowingly as test experiments for a new body drug that causes rapid body decomposition, melting skin, etc., and a painful death. Um, yeah. So they melt. They melt. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the fucking title, yeah. folks. Um, yeah, basically, some uh, health resort, or it's masking as a health resort, mm, yeah. has made this essentially body enhancer so do we know what it's meant to like do in the first place i think the general consensus is that it just enhances everything right so you become a better you so like the right head warehouse workers <laughs> yeah they've been on it and yeah <laughs> um i think that's the general pretense is that it's supposed to just be a vitamin supplement okay that will by extension benefit every part of you it's not just oh bad skin take this it's yeah. this will do everything and not just enhance it in terms of make you feel better yeah. but noticeably yeah. different powerful more beef yeah, yeah. more running more <laughs> stuff that healthy people do <laughs> neither of us know about because you're <laughs> very unhealthy that's <laughs> gonna say it's the kind of thing that you know if it actually was proven to work, yeah. I'd probably be taken yeah, so yeah. that I wouldn't have to join a gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to justify your shitty lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I eat like shit, but it's okay, because yeah, I take Vitaville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they manufacture this thing, but essentially they're doing it on the down low because it hasn't been... Um, perfected and isn't necessarily ready for human trials yet yeah. however they are knowingly testing it on some residents of Pebbles Court um, yeah 
about it we see various people taking it in various forms and they're all going awry yeah one Uh, guy has hallucinations from it initially before he inevitably melts um the hallucinations things i thought was really weird yeah i'm not sure if um because he was taken in like a powder form yeah um again pretty fucking weird he finds like a free sample in his post box along with his newspaper of these vitamin supplements, that's like a powder that you then pour water on and drink. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> Did somebody <laughs> posted something through your door in a packet yeah. saying a vitamin supplement? Yeah, drink this. A vitamin. Can't fucking speak. <laughs> like, that's definitely anthrax. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah, that. I'm not fucking taking that. <laughs> yeah. No, this guy don't give a fuck. Straight in the glass, gulp. Yeah. And then he melted. I mean, that's what you get if you just, you know, if you. In, if you if you ingest something that's just been posted to you randomly, you had no fucking idea what it was. Then that's what you get. You you melt. Yeah? If you're dumb enough to eat, consume anything yeah. that comes through your post box, you have no orders that you haven't specifically requested, whether it be from any you know a pharmaceutical place or a fucking food delivery thing. If a fucking burger turns up your house that you haven't ordered and you I eat mean, it, come on, that's. You deserve to die. Well, it's a burger, you know. I don't get a treat <laughs> yeah, burger. You haven't fucking ordered it. <laughs> you don't know what burger it is. Yeah, it could be a really good burger, though. It could be a good burger. It could also be people. I'll take my chances on the burger. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah. If it's a burger, yeah. I'm in. If it's health food, fuck no, right off. No <laughs> if it's a powder, I'm going to put my drink. No. That's, you know, like I mean, but a burger, I mean, come on. Yeah, well, you can't go too far wrong. I mean, as long as you don't know what the meat is, it's exactly, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plausible to my ability, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's various characters that meet various sort of demises. Mm. Um, it's definitely a film of this time. It's a 90s yes. film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the... The practical effects are pretty good. The practical effects were amazing. Very reminiscent of The Thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Film starts, we see these two people that are clearly being just engaged in some rumpy-pumpy. And um, the fella gets up to leave after he's been injected with what looks like the reanimator serum. I thought that, yeah. When I saw the glowy serum, I was like, oh, reanimator, nod. (laughs) Um, Apparently, he's like this chemist that has helped to come up with this essentially enhancing compound mm. um, but he's having second thoughts because people are obviously not reacting well to it but she's trying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the woman part of this partnership is clearly more interested in the financial gains mm. and so she drugs him up with a bad dose of it's like a triple dose of a bad batch, so it's enough to kill something or other. She mentioned she's twenty raccoons or something. Yeah, like I so. forget, but yeah, it's enough yeah, to kill him. Yeah, but he has a change of heart and decides he's going to try and uh, inform these people at Pebbles Court that they're in trouble. Yeah, and as he's driving there, he ends up in an accident on pretty much there, but we see this whole tentacles out of his open throat wound thing yeah. that's very the thing yeah, yeah. reminiscent of yeah that was pretty cool um, I mean overall the practical effects I think are incredible for what is essentially a low budget yeah it's a very gooey film 
is I wasn't sure having uh, previous conversations we've had with regards to demons and the pus and yeah, all that whether yeah. this would like be too much yeah. for you it, it did gross me up in parts definitely like the whole pus thing is just like I think what grossed me up more was when the guy had the pus coming out of his nose oh and he's just sitting there yeah. isn't it like oh, oh. <laughs> that was horrible but overall, like if I can if I can get through street trash, then I can get through like most of body matter. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but with street trash, it's different though because, like, when they melt, it's like different colours, like purple and yellows and stuff like that. So it doesn't <laughs> I don't look, know what doesn't those colours yeah. are supposed to be. It's really weird. So it doesn't really look like that person's melting. It's just like they're transforming some weird purple goo. They turn into rainbows. Yeah, exactly. Happiness <laughs> <laughs> rainbows. Um, but whereas, like with body melt is like mucus and blood and pus yeah and it's very much more um bodily fluidy fluidy driven yeah i think with street trash it's very much just oh fuck it they melt in just yeah. chuck some of this and chuck some of that yeah. out there and make it look good make it really, really colors, yeah. whereas body melt is very much oh my god this guy's eyes are melting He's got his brains running out to his nose. Yeah. A pregnant lady's placenta falls out of her. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's very. The colours match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tone of the film as well. I thought. I thought like, I think that just plays into the tone of the film because street trash is comedic. You know, and it's meant to be yeah. comedic. Whereas, uh, body melt plays it a bit straighter, and it's a bit more serious. Yeah, I think Body Mel tries to be a bit more serious, but it's definitely still got that like that comedy undertone. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think they make a very good pairing, mm, yeah. double feature yeah. for that. Whereas Street Trash has got some very dark things, but it introduces the comedy to alleviate yeah. those dark things a yeah, little yeah. bit. Um, like, for example, we mentioned earlier the necrophilia. Yeah. He finds out later that the police are well aware that she's been gang raped. Yeah. And that one of the men has syphilis, and then he obviously starts scratching at his crotch because, he, <laughs> you know. Um, but then, obviously, underlying that is the factory had sex with the corpse. The factory corpse. raped the corpse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's the same with body melt. You've got this massive meathead that comes in at one point <laughs> yeah. that works for it, and they're like, he's huge, he's really jacked. But when he opens his mouth to talk, he's like um, Joe Pasquale. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I got fucking... It was pretty good, man. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I enjoyed it. I and mean, then my impression was terrible. No, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was very high-pitched. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they dubbed him. Oh, definitely, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, there's 100%. no way he sounded yeah, yeah. like that. No. Um, yeah, I did laugh out loud at that point. But that's, that's the thing. It tries to play it a bit straighter, but it's got... A lot of those like comedic, yeah, layerings undertones. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's Australian. I don't know if that's like a standard because I was trying to think of other like Australian horror films that have got that comedic element. Bull. Um, yeah, um, and I was thinking of um, Eaten Alive. Oh, uh, Brain Dead. Brain Dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Brain Dead is fucking genius, man. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do an episode yeah, yeah. on Brain Dead. Um, but yeah, I was thinking like Brain Dead. It's got that sort of Brain Dead has got some serious bits in it, but it's definitely played up to be more slapsticky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's yeah. like I kick ass for load and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, genius. <laughs> um, yeah, it's what can I say? It's a film about people melting. 
Um, yeah, there were some great scenes, and like when the pregnant lady explodes, and there's just a bunch of like steam coming out of it for <laughs> at least a minute. Just flappy yeah. skin. Yeah, just. yeah. Where's all this wind air coming from? And there's a second with one of the meatheads. He's there's a, there's a few scenes where like they show full full on penetrative penetrative porn. Yeah, basically. <laughs> But not like, you know, the characters doing it, like on TV. So they'll flick to a TV and there's like people having full-on sex on there. And then... But that whole thing is, again, another... It's a really weird bit because when I first watch it, when you first get introduced to those... So some of the other... Everybody that lives on Pebbles Court is essentially in some way, shape or form being tested on. Hmm. Um, One of the families is going to go stay at the resort... The one guy is receiving vitamin supplements in the post, and these two lads are going to donate sperm. Um, apparently, they're being—I'm assuming—they're being drugged in some way, shape, or form beforehand Probably, yeah. to check the sperm. But anyway, these two lads are off to go and visit the woman at the health resort because they believe they're going to go there and have a whale of a time making <laughs> sperm donations. Um, but along the way, I don't know if you noticed whether the windscreen was broke when they left. I it definitely it wasn't because there was like a scene where it shows them in the car yeah. and they're driving and they're talking. Yeah. And then the next scene then, the windscreen is just gone. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? Yeah, no, you definitely didn't. No, definitely did. <laughs> this is definitely shitty editing. <laughs> but yeah, there's this whole bit where all of a sudden the film turns sort of um, wrong turn hills have eyes yeah. where the two lads stop off at this res- um, like roadside garage in the middle of nowhere and the fella's a bit strange that runs the garage it and looks then, like he's got mumps yeah he calls his kids by yeah. like or what we assume is his kids by mm. just like shouting Charlie yeah. <laughs> but like dragging her out like Charlie <laughs> <Something> <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> like that right and these kids just all come out of the fucking woodwork mm. and they're all a bit strange to look at yes yeah the daughter the, there's like one son and one plump daughter mm. those two go and like hunt a kangaroo with one of the lads by throwing a rock at it by, but again she does this weird like yodeling thing they're mm. like you almost can't hear yeah <laughs> so this kangaroo perks up to pay attention but it's clearly like stock footage as well and then she throws a fucking pebble from like you know a good good click away like I don't think I could fucking throw a pebble that far for a start but she throws this fucking pebble clocks the fucking you just see this just falling over (laughs) just this stuffed kangaroo fall over kangaroo gets fucking clocked with this pebble Um, but the other sister at back at the house with the other lad that was going to the health spa those two are trying to hook up and like these are clearly meant to be like inbred yeah, people yeah. like they look yeah gross yeah yeah there's something wrong with them yeah but like he's all over his girl and it's like there's no doing, way on, I would be if she was making hard passes at me I'd be hard passing away yeah, yeah. I'd be walking over there <laughs> yeah I'd be trying to convince her I was gay or something just, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry it's not you it's me yeah, yeah. you just don't float my boat I've been castrated. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this whole weird Hills Hour Easy wrong turn 
theme thing going on for a while, which then they sort of link up with the main story later. Yeah, I'm glad they did that because it would have been massively out of place if they hadn't. Exactly, but I'm not sure if they... I mean, they must have, like... It must have been there from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just feels so strange. Yeah, initially it's, it's pretty weird. But it's at this point where one of the lads, he goes into the house and we get this whole... He walks into this, <laughs> this side room and there's some hardcore pornography playing and you get a glimpse and you get to see some guy's balls and, you know, bum and... He goes to sit in the chair but there's a woman already sitting in the chair and he freaks the fuck out. But she's just sitting in this chair watching porn, completely oblivious to the fact that this guy's just sat on him. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's weird. It's got this really bizarre... Like you said, it plays it a lot straighter than Street Trash does. Mm. But at the same time, it's got these really silly yeah, comedic yeah, yeah, elements yeah. in yeah, it. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, the next, the next scene with the penetrative porn is going to talk about. <laughs> one, of the meet, one of the meatheads. <laughs> he's clearly been taking like this supplement. And he's just like, sort of lying on the bed watching some porn. And you see his shorts just sort of rise. <laughs> and then he looks in pain in all fairness. And then his dick just explodes. <laughs> One of the side effects of obviously taking this supplement yeah. is that he's clearly aroused. He's trying yeah. to bed this woman. Yeah. But she's having nothing to do with it because she hasn't had breakfast yet. Which I thought was a bit strange. Yeah, I get that, you know. You're hungry. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry. I can't possibly pour out. I'm going to go get something to eat. Yeah. Um, but he's sitting there flicking through the channels and like flicks onto some porn. And he's sitting there watching it. And then, yeah. We see standard crotch rising before we pan away to just this explosive bloodshot splatter across a wall. Speaking of dicks, actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> the groovy goodies dick segment. It seems to be like a standard thing now. I'd have to make up a jingle for dicks, know, yeah. a dick jingle. <laughs> um, sorry, I've just got. To, I'm trying to think of a dick jingle now. Um, <laughs> In we we forgot to mention in Street Trash the the scene where uh, what's his name Bronson is trying to kill the main protagonist (laughs) (laughs) from the other side of the wall he's on there's another hobo they're pissing on him (laughs) clearly oblivious to the fact he's pissing on Bronson so Bronson reaches in and cuts his dick dick off and then there's this weird Benny Hill sort of. chase scene where they're throwing this like this dick around and this guy's trying to catch it like not hobbled at all by the fact he's just had his penis cut off it takes him a while to realise that somebody's just cut his penis off yeah 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 and when he does realise he comes out and he's oh give me my dick back and they're just all laughing throwing his cock around <laughs> amazing and then again in an effort I think to make us like our protagonist a bit more our protagonist ends up getting hold of the dick and trying to give it back to him but he gets wiped out and somebody else takes it it's this whole weird back and forth of just throwing a cock about (laughs) I forgot about that it's a real Benny Hill moment as well like (laughs) (laughs) even when he gets it back he tries to get in a taxi and the taxi driver won't take him because he's a bum 
So he's just standing there, like in the middle of the street, holding his severed dick. And that's it. It doesn't go anywhere yeah. after that. You have a whole five-minute segment of like, hey, throwing a cock through the air, slow-mo of a cock yeah. floating through the air. It's at least five of those as well. It's genius. Yeah. Somebody grabs it. Ooh, laughing about him, holding this guy's cock. This guy, clear my dick back, please. Somebody throws it through the air again. Uh, amazing. <laughs> It was yeah. definitely a very dick-heavy film session for this double feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to Body Melt, mm. do we assume the same thing happened to the second meathead? So, spoilers. Oh, yeah. The first meathead, whose dick explodes, he's trying to get it on with one of the women that work at the um, facility, the, mm. the health spa. The woman at the health spa in question is also bumping uglies with the other me dead's friend. The one with a really squeaky voice. The one with a really <laughs> squeaky voice. So we cut to those pair. She's lying down on the bed. He drops the towel. and get to see a bit of man buns. He crawls on top and starts fucking going for gold. But then, obviously, succumbs to some reaction to these pills. Oh, excuse me, too many beers. <laughs> do we assume that he has the same penis problem because she doesn't seem to be enjoying herself while well, he's in the midst of he's choking, choking to her to death, death <laughs> as well as going through his change yeah do you assume seems to be like a little split in his back but we don't see, really see much of yeah. That, yeah let's it, just go with it let's just say his, his, his dick explodes. exploded inside yeah. her because that makes for much better TV yeah not that you get to see it Maybe but yeah his it, dick yeah. it grows really big and then blows up in her <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we'll go with that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the greatest kills. I defy anybody to point out a better kill in a film than a dick exploding inside you. <laughs> just gonna leave that hang there for a minute. <laughs> I'm just waiting till suddenly gets back to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I did enjoy body out i got to be honest. I didn't enjoy as much as I enjoyed Street Trash. No? No. No, I enjoyed Street Trash a lot more. Is it because Body Metal played it a bit more straight? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did not enjoy it. You know, it was good. But Street Trash just had me laughing a lot more than Body Metal did. Plus, the nose seems weird. Yeah. I think for me, again, Street Trash, I'm really... I'm not... I enjoy it. I'm not going to... There's no qualms about it. Yeah. I think it's a fucking great movie. Yeah. I think it's a great just fucking having a laugh, watching kind of movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think Body Melt does try to play it a bit straighter. Mm. And although it is a humorous film, it doesn't quite match the same level of humour yeah. in Street Trash. Yeah. But I think both of them are definitely well worth checking out. Oh, yeah. The two films that I think everybody that is remotely interested in horror movies in any way shape or form mm. should check out plus at least body melt has a plot yeah i think that's the thing i think because street trash also plays it quite fast and loose yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just you just roll with it and it's just it's an experience there's no like complicated plot points to follow you're not trying to like keep on top of various character arcs yeah. it's all just these various random cuts of people interacting followed by the end yeah Whereas Body Melt is a bit more, who's involved? Who's doing this? Yeah. What's that doing? These guys are taking this. What are they going to do with that? Wrap up plot threads end. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
No, I think in terms of first two, three, eight films dip. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think they were solid choices. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, uh, what have we got next on the docket? Next on the docket, let me find out what exactly I decided we were watching. Okay, so next, uh, we've done two from the vault, so I've got another one left in the vault to watch. What's that? Creepazoids. Ah, sweet, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I think next we'll do Creepazoids and Eliminators. Sweet. Um, mostly because they're both sort of sci-fi-y-ish. Yeah. Um, oh, it's tricky. I'm trying to think of how to match this stuff up. So, prison and ghost town, I think, go well together. Yep. Um, those are both part of like an MGM series. So MGM were again another production company that produced and put out films. Yeah. Um, they've got a load of those, and prison and ghost town <clears throat> are two of those that are in our list. Eliminators is another MGM one, but it's also a bit of a fucking weird one. Yeah. Because it's like a cyborg. Um, a ninja and it's like essentially expendables but with like a really bizarre cast so it's like yeah a ninja a cyborg but a cyborg that's it's a really bizarre it's essentially <laughs> like expendables except it's like a really bizarre ensemble where you've got like a mandroid mm. android where he's like part tank part man <laughs> mandroid android <laughs> 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 that's a jingle of its own Android, Android he's here to save the day <laughs> um, it's like some ninja and, I think that's uh, the first and last time we're going to use that one <laughs> oh whatever that's going to be next episode as well. no, actually, yeah, I'm yeah. going to keep that yeah. that's, going to, that's be... going to be the title of the next episode yeah. Mandroid, Android it's here to save the day <laughs> Anybody wants help with the jingle? Yeah, hit me up. Yeah. I am all over the jingles. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll do that next episode. We'll do Creepazoids and Eliminators because they both got sci-fi elements to them. Sweet. Um, but we also, for those of you that don't pay attention to our Instagram, we'll be doing um, two of the the MGM series, Prison and Ghost Town. Then we're going to do some of the slasher classics collection. So one of the ones that on Instagram was recommended was Bad Dreams that I really like. So we'll definitely do that. Mm. Intruder, which is a full moon release. Um, and I think one of the better entries into the Slasher Classics collection. Like, I think it's a really solid slasher. And the fact that not enough people talk about it, I think we need to rectify it by doing an episode. Because loads of people listen to us and our opinions and then go check out what it is we're talking about. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the final episode we'll probably do, the last one in the Slasher series we'll do is Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Cool. Which is a comedic one mm. that I think is brilliant. And then we're going to dip into the Italian collection. It's something I haven't dipped into a great deal. Um, but I really want to see what you think of rats. So we'll do Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. We'll probably do it the other way around. We'll probably do rats first because it's a serious yeah. dubbed Italian horror film about rats. Cool. And then we'll wipe the slate clean with Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Sounds good, man. <laughs> So there we are. That's the first episode in our 88 film series. Um, if you're a fan of anything 88 films and we're not discussing anything you want us to watch, 
then please feel free to let us know what some of your 88 film choice picks are. Yeah. We may even sort of do an episode on them because obviously we're not tied into... Well, we obviously t- we're tied into the ones we're going to do, but then we can always tag a few on at the end. Yeah, at the moment we were just sort of trying to play it a bit, as we always do because we're professionals, <laughs> fast and loose. Um, at the moment we're sort of limiting it to just a few episodes. But if there's enough interest and you want us to keep talking about 88 film stuff, if there's specific films you want us to cover, mm. we are more than happy to do so yeah. because we are here if not anything else, but to serve. Because the trouble is, when we tie ourselves down with a massive subject, like, for example, Clive Barker, and we say, oh, we'll only spend a few months on this, and it ends up taking up an entire year. (laughs) That was part of the thinking of, we'll do two films at a slot for this eight-year films thing. We want to try and discuss the films without necessarily spoiling them, so if you haven't seen them, it gives you a chance if what we say amuses you or interests piques your interest in the film in any way shape or form I mean on Street Trash alone if the Benny Hill dick bit didn't get you yeah. then you really don't need I mean, to watch it Yeah. if you're not interested in watching a Benny Hill dick bit yeah. then we can't help you uh, why are you, you even listening to it yeah you're probably listening to the wrong kind of podcast because we're all about the dick <laughs> <laughs> there's the jingle <laughs> I say that and just repeat it. What was the music? It's genius. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think of a dick jingle. Because I'm all about that dick. About that dick. No vagina. I make up that out. <laughs> There's got to be a better dick jingle. Well, we, we can come up with it. I'm sure that there'll be more Dick Talk next episode, so then we'll have one ready for. Yeah, I'll have to try and think, see if any of these have got a dick in them. So with regards to those films, you haven't seen any of those? No, I haven't. That I just mentioned? Yep. That's okay. I obviously have seen them all because... Oh, well, obviously, you know, yeah, because, I'm a, uh, you know, the horror guy. I, I've got nothing else to do. I literally guy. go to work... Come home, have my tea, put the kids to bed, watch a film, go to bed myself, rinse and repeat for weeks on end until maybe I come to your house and drink beer. Yeah. Like last night. Yeah. Yeah. Oosh. Oosh. Excellent. Thank you very much for listening. Right. Bumper probably around you. Yeah. We love you and you love us. So why didn't you follow us on some of this easiest? <laughs> 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 Too much. <laughs> no man, that's great. This is the actual bubble man. We gotta carry we gotta keep uh, it going. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies Podcast. Or on Instagram at Groovy Goonies Podcast. Uh, there's also a Facebook page, search for Groovy Goonies, although not a lot goes on there. We never use it. And if you find us on either Twitter or Instagram, you'll also find our personal accounts should you wish to hurl abuse at either of us. Yes. Sweet. Feel free to like, rate, subscribe, tag us and stuff. Yeah. Gay friends, listen to us. Check yeah. out Instagram. I post some videos that I make. Consider that, like giving us a review. Yeah, on any platform. Well, iTunes would be great, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, iTunes yeah. is the one I think that people mostly listen to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know stuff. Like, should I stop making these terrible videos that I try to make? <laughs> Should we post more dick-related content on our Instagram? Probably. Probably.
do you all want to know how my balls are doing in the future? <laughs> More than it's happy another segment. To keep you That's another segment we need a jingle for. <laughs> the Grist Ball segment. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's part of the chatty bitches bit. Grist chatty balls bitches. <clears throat> now, Grist Balls. <laughs> Excellent. And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you.